you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. All right, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact. I got Matt Michaels with me. And we don't have Sin City Steve because it is an Impact taping that he's enjoying. So, um, you know, I hope he's uh, having a good time. Sometimes we like to put our, uh, our, our, our Bad Boy member out to work, you know. So he's on assignment. We'll just we'll, we'll call it that. So, um Nevertheless, we should have him back next week. So, welcome to Three Count. Today is uh, our show is going to be a little bit different. Uh, normally, for Three Count, we uh, search three different topics, and we usually uh, uh, prepare them and we have a discussion uh, about those topics. But really, we wanted to concentrate more on the past releases that WWE have made and especially what happened this past week. We just have a lot of thoughts uh, in our minds about it. And, and in fact, uh, Matt Michaels and I haven't really shared too much of our thoughts. We said we would just kind of come on to the show here and, and, and we'll just kind of discuss it out here. So, uh, you know, make your comments known. If you're listening to us live, by all means, put your, comments into the live feed and if you're not you're just listening to us on the podcast uh you know thank you for doing that we appreciate it and make your voice heard also on our social media you know we love to hear that as well so yes to some releases that happened last week i guess um one of the uh a, a few names that came through and i think it happened around wednesday or so uh, John Morrison, uh, Drake Maverick, Tegan Knox, Jackson Riker, uh, the entire uh, hit role. B-Fab was already let go a, a week before that. So now it was the uh, the the other three members and you had uh, Shane Thorne in there. So uh, all together, uh, uh, since releases started, Back in uh, early, what was that, 2020, uh, it's it's been, what, over close to now 80 now we're reaching uh, of releases. So um, in a lot of this, it's just uh, we've chopped this up. Or I, I'm, I don't even necessarily even say me. I'm going to say more of Matt Michaels and Sin City Steve have chalked this up as being more of what they were feeling as a possible sale. Um, and and Matt Michaels, I know we, we do have our, our certain chats that we in, and I, I've even read one of the chats that I'm going to have you kind of expound on a little bit. Uh, I'll let you put your thoughts together. But uh, you're, you were saying that you were now beginning to think that maybe this is something more than, than a sale. So I wanted you to kind of uh, maybe – expound on that on on what you meant by that in that comment but i, I want to play something and this happened to be on our show and i was talking about hit row and i just want to play this i just want to play this back and you know you guys will discuss this and we'll talk about some of the other uh releases as well so uh let's take a listen to this this was a sh an, an, an old show this actually was about about a month ago is right after the uh, the drafts took place. So um, here we go. I'm 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 excited to see what's going to come from. Um, I, I'm excited and also <laughs> I'll say it 
uh, scared because I like Hit Row, but I, I, I also know they're on now on Fox and everything's going to be watched and looked at and and judged. <laughs> and so they are now under a microscope. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, guys, just knock it out of the park. That's all I'm saying. I'm just, for somebody who just don't get it, as they continue to advance and they go, hey, let's take that to the next level. At what point do the execs go, okay, yeah, we liked it, but that right there is like, hold up, that's a little too much. That's all I'm saying. I'm just hoping yeah, it don't I'm, come down to that. That's what I'm saying. Once again, it's so awesome that uh, you're deciding to uh, – just freak out about something that hasn't even come to fruition because they haven't even seen them on the fucking show, essentially. So don't worry about it, bro. Don't worry. (laughs) It's okay, man. (laughs) All right. So hopefully I did all that right. Um, Okay. Granted, I don't know if the executives, because the whole part of that, that diatribe was about the executive. What I was, I guess overall, what I was trying to say, Matt Michaels, and the reason why I played that was when I felt that they were going over to SmackDown, I really had this sort of, uh-oh. And I don't know why. I don't know why I had that sense of, uh-oh. And, I, and, I'm, and again, I'm not, because we've already said that it's Nick Khan and, Vince McMahon that are making these decisions. So if that is the case, you know, then it's not the the whole idea of the executives. At the same time, the bottom line is that I was saying when it comes to these guys being on, I didn't feel that they were going to make it. That was the whole point of me talking about that. Go ahead, because you're doing a lot of your shaking your head and, and bowing and, and, and eye batting. So what what's going on? Well, see, but you were – you were coming from a perspective of something's going to happen because of what they're what they um, what they do on TV, right? I, I yeah I I didn't know what that was that was definitely part of it. I just didn't know. I bottom line, I didn't see them being on SmackDown. That's the bottom line, and I was trying to figure out and conjure up what it is that I don't know what's going to cause them to not make it that's all i'm saying but yes i did bring that up as possible being a reason yeah but in the end they didn't make it because they're the ones who fucked themselves please give me the inside information because i have no idea as to why they is this part of the whole idea of no one wanting to be vaccinated because I no. heard, okay, so you explain to me because I don't oh, know. Uh, I haven't read I, anything. I, I haven't heard anything about vaccinations at all. Got you. That that's is, what I heard okay. about the last releases, not this, not well, this was the last oh, one, but no, the ones no, before that. Okay. That was, yeah, that was bullshit. Bullshit, okay. Anyway, there, there, there was only potentially one or two people um, or, or so that had anything to do potentially with that, but that was never, you know, no one's ever come out and said that. So please tell me, how did they fuck themselves? Because I really want to know. So as of right now, um, the first thing is that in NXT, they had apparently backstage heat. That's an NXT, which is really hard to do. Okay. They get called up. Beef Fab gets released. Mm Mm-hmm. Top dollar decided to call the office. Okay. That's why they got fired. Because he called the office? Why he can't call the office? Because he called to say, you guys shouldn't have fired her. You don't do that. You, If you think of your job, guess what you're going to do if you call and you say, Hey, my fellow employee who's at the same level as I am got fired. I don't think it's right. Guess what's going to happen? You're probably going to get fired. But the reasoning being is when they got up to SmackDown, there were certain people who, again, were rubbing the wrong way. And 
they they caused it themselves, man. It's as simple as that. I and don't know. I haven't heart, heard any of that. I haven't heard anything yet that makes me say why they decided to dismantle the whole group. Well, that's, that's what have good. you heard? What, I haven't heard anything, heard? but from what you're telling me. Okay, the wait, wait, wait. Hold talk- on, hold on, hold on. Stop it right there. You just said, well, that doesn't make any sense because I haven't heard, heard anything like that. Then I just asked you, what have you heard? And you said, I haven't heard anything. Right. Well, don't dig too deep in what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying I haven't heard any. When I say like that, I'm just saying I haven't heard anything. I just add it like that. But I haven't heard nothing. I started off by saying that. And that's the reason right. why you I wanted you to nothing. tell me. And what you're telling me, uh, I'm saying that I, I, if, if that's what it is, I cannot imagine you decide to, to, to build what you've been building and you decide to destroy it because someone called the office. You know, my job tells me Wait, that- but you just, but you just, again- <sighs> You just you just nailed it down to that one thing. I told you they had heat in NXT. What heat? They had heat at SmackDown. What heat are they? So you're saying they're since since they started the roster, they they went there and started creating what a bad atmosphere when they got to the backstage. They, not not the best attitudes, man. <laughs> Thinking that they were better than other people, shit that you don't do at work. What are some of the things that they did? Is it is it did they explain what what type of cockiness? I mean, these guys. I I guess this is possible. All right, I'm sure this is possible. But I couldn't imagine somebody who's now being caught up are now going to walk in the back area as like we are the shit and we're going to start shit with who? With Reigns? With Sasha? With uh, Corbin? I, I mean, where's the? What did they do to cause that much heat in the back? I don't know if I buy it. I hear what you're saying. I'm just saying um, it, it is not making sense. According to, to backstage report by Fightful, Hit Row member Top Dollar drew a lot of attention backstage. Internal WWE sources relayed information that he received a polarizing reaction from the company due to his behavior. His social media accounts fetched the same response, which seemingly carry over to the company. AJ Francis took to... Uh, to Twitter to say this on uh, November 20th. So this was yesterday. Trust me, I got plenty of stories I can tell about how I was disrespected, but just took it on the chin like a professional. Even with the video I released today, it was all professionalism, but I'm not going to let this BS reports ruin my reputation. I got cheat, I got tea I can spill too. The report further suggests that some people compare top dollar to the released ring announcer greg hamilton noting the act of getting too comfortable there have been reports of him rubbing people the wrong way it also is being said that the reason mentioned above was not the driving factor behind his wwe release while some backstage were not big fans of top dollars work others enjoyed his approach vince mcmahon as reported by wrestling observer newsletter saw him as the star of the group so that's what I'm saying, dude. You, you want answers, but there's no answers right now. Everything is speculation. And the only story you're going to get is from Top Dollar and anyone else in Hit Row who decides to speak out. And, That's it. And Top Dollar's is and 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 all of his uprising he's been created also calls for Swerve and Adonis to be let go as well. So well. We have a mutual source who says that Swerve had heat. He should have been fired about two weeks ago. And okay. you know what I, yeah. So. All right. So, all right. Fire hit roll. All right. So how about some others? Tell me where did Drake Maverick do? Cause apparently, uh, or John Morrison, did any, any heat, they've been well, doing some heat back you, there. <laughs> have you seen John Morrison, what he was given? I'm, I'm sure that he was probably like, Hey man, that's cool. Plus, Taya got released, so I'm I'm thinking for him that actually was better for his situation uh, because Johnny Drip Drip uh, <laughs> has been has been losing on uh, fucking. I think they the last match he had was on uh, main event, and it was to like. Kyle O'Reilly or someone like that, right. like one of the NXT guys that went up for a match. Yeah. 
So yeah, Morrison was, you know, they've, they've, let's face it, this whole run, they kind of fucked him. He was just, I think he was just playing along, having a good time. He got to work with Miz, their friends. Right. So, um, Drake Maverick, dude, he got two extra years that he didn't have. Right. Cause he was fired two years ago. <laughs> right. He didn't release a crying video this time either. Yeah. He released a different type of video. Did you see it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was pretty clever, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. It's just, we've, so every time you have all of these releases up, like we say up to 80, most of every, most of people going, well, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I see that. Well, they weren't doing nothing. Well, I don't know why they had them on the roster. I don't, I don't know. But then you have some other names that we've talked about that, that we were confused on, um, you know, Keith Lee, uh, um, uh, going back as far as Bronson Reed, uh, going, um, um, you know, I mean, you, you, just, you just name all different types. And so what is really, what is your take? I told you I was going to ask you this. You, you, at one point you were kind of on the idea you thought selling was a possibility, but I saw you wrote in one of our chats that you think maybe that's not the case anymore. What do you think is happening from this point? of why these releases, why they just keep happening now. Um, we've never seen this in the history of, of their business. Um, and it's just, I tell you, for me, it's it's frustrating. It's not about me. It's about their business. So let me throw that out there. It's I, I have to get out of my feelings. But I'm just saying, it's frustrating as me. And I would even say that as certain fans, because, you know, as you begin to watch some of the product, um, you know, we on wrestling talk. We didn't get a chance to to really talk about NXT. But if we, but on NXT, if I'm getting involved and I'm really liking uh, Carmelo, what I see happening, or I'm really beginning to like Braun, how invested then should I be getting with these guys? If there is a possibility, just seeing what's been happening, that these guys just that these guys just may not be around much longer. And that's where my feeling starts to kind of come in here. But what's your take on what you think is happening with a lot of these move movements? Um, well, I think that, you know, again, um, people are under the impression all oh, this is for a sale, for a sale, for a sale. Um, when they sell, whenever that is, um, it's going to be the brand wwe that is sold so like lucas films mm -hmm. was sold to disney but lucas films is still run under its own production right disney will only give them you know the um the feedback um so they won't disney won't come in and say well hey we don't like the fact that you um you know had luke skywalker die mm -hmm. right right they won't say something like that. Um, that's up to them, the storytelling, etc. Now they might say something like, "What are your um, new top four char characters we can promote in our toy line or gotcha. mm -hmm. you know, t-shirts and stuff like that?" Sure. So that's what you're going to see if they if they sell the Universal or Disney or Paramount, anything like that. You're you're selling the brand. So it will still it will still be run effectively, most likely by um, Stephanie and Hunter at that point, mm -hmm. most likely. Um, what's really interesting is that you know there's there's this idea that Vince is getting a little um, you know to the point where he's like slowing down he's you know maybe a little um the, the capabilities are, are not what it once was right um you know for years everyone kept saying when vince mcmahon uh before you left the wwe vince mcmahon killed your character he buried you right mm -hmm. i think vince is just doing the same thing with his company and just basically figuring well, if I'm not going to be around at a certain point, fuck it. <laughs> Why not just kill the company? Let's just start doing all this 
you know, goofy shit. So, you know, who knows what the intentions are? I mean, I, I would I would probably buy that that more than, you know, the idea of them selling. But if I would have said that back in the day when the very first ones, when the very first group was let go last year, y'all would have fucking destroyed me if that if I said I think Vince is trying to destroy, you know, because, you know, it's just something you would never think that 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 would be something he'd be willing to do. But I can see that because Vince, I, I, you know, look, this, this is overall is his baby and he created. And, you know, if he feels that, Hey, I, I, you know, if I ain't going to be around much longer, I really don't care to have this in control of my children or, or anyone else. And I'll just slowly, downgraded i can see that that to me is more <laughs> i can see that more than what was presented before but i i would never say that to you guys because i don't want to get buried you know i want yeah, but, you guys to you know, be my but, friend but, but also if you think about it <laughs> now, go ahead but if you think about it too um you remember you're saying back then well back then though you wouldn't have said that because it was only a couple you know it was initial releases. So you're looking yeah, but at it, it, but it was something that we, but it was something that we hadn't seen before like that. That was a massive group during that time. And it was just kind of like, no, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, it, that's not necessarily true. Every year, the WWE has almost religiously released somewhere between anywhere between 10 and 20 people. But if that's the case, they're probably from the NXT lineup. It's uh, so you're telling me no, it was it was both it was both um, it was people at the um, on the main rosters who hadn't been used oh, okay. per se. All right. Um, hey, John Morrison was a guy who got released back in the day. Right. Yeah. So, so you know, so it wasn't that that was necessarily. But when um, we ever heard of releases, we never s- seen releases come. I don't remember seeing releases come in such a block of names like that. You will be you. You might get something. You go, oh, Bray Wyatt was released just out of the blue, and you go, oh shit, that sucks. You know, I'm I'm telling you, for the longest period of time, and it usually came. I believe it was somewhere after WrestleMania that they would release somewhere between 10 to 20 people, okay? The reason that this first got attention was because these releases started at the pandemic. Right. They were also made right after WrestleMania around that time. Right. So at first it wasn't that this was out of the ordinary, at first, people were pissed off and outraged that these guys were released during a pandemic. True. Which, by the, by the way, Ring of Honor probably is going, man, we should have released people during a pandemic. <laughs> so yeah, that was the initial thing. The oddity that started happening was that after those, official, those uh, first round in whatever that would have been, let's say April, there was a second round in whatever that was, November or December. Now, that was the first time we saw them do a second round of cuts. And that was when it started going, okay, this is strange. Then the year started and there were another round of cuts. So you see, what started happening is the the uh, the pickup, it wasn't that there was one release with you know 15 20 people or that individual names like you were saying were being released it was that now all of a sudden you're getting multiple times in a year releases of more than 5 to 20 people mm-hmm. now this gets even more confusing because they literally just cut people 2 weeks ago Mm-hmm. Why didn't these people get cut along with those releases? Right. So therefore, again, what it comes down to now 
is that no one has a fucking clue what is going on. Dave Meltzer doesn't have a clue. All right. Any of these people you're telling me the fighters, top pro wrestling journalists have no clue as to what's going on right now. I don't believe that shit at all. He's got to know. You know, it's shocking because if there is one trusted man in journalism <laughs> for wrestling, it's Dave Meltzer. <laughs> Oh, good. Oh, we can't even say this shit with a straight face. Oh, God. <laughs> but, but the, and the truth is, um, Ashante and Top Dollar just did a uh, busted open radio. I think it was like two days ago. Okay. Day ago. Okay. Um, so their, you know, their whole thing is that, man, they got released and WWE Hall of Famers were reaching out to them saying, we don't know what the fuck is going on over there. We don't understand how they could release you guys. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no I'm just saying. Okay. I, I wanted mean, to mention something. I, and this is clearly just hearsay, probably a fucking rumor. I don't know. I just know if this had some, any type of uh, truthful to it, it's really fucked up. I had heard or read one of the two somewhere that they, so the I guess I, I, I just I could say the exact is, but you might as well just I'll just say Vince or Nick, whatever, whatever, had the idea to uh, bring them over to SmackDown just so when they get released, it's a sixty day instead of a thirty no, day with a, NXT. A ninety, 90 day, a 90 right? Day. I'm sorry, a ninety day, dude. If that's so fucking true, that is messed up. That really is. Why would you do that shit? That's not even right. Like, seriously. So, so l listen, I think that that's a popular. It's a popular theory because it's it's an obvious. Because if they were still in NXT, they'd only have the 30. Right. So it's very easy to just assume that. I mean, l let's face it. Everyone who's trying to figure out why this happened are looking at the things that could potentially be and that's potentially uh, absolutely i agree if if that was the case then yeah the you know it was a, it was a fucked up move um because it, let's be real <laughs> if if you're going to release those guys you know they're going to be signed somewhere else anyway right so it makes, you know, that makes no sense. I really think that that was grasping at straws. Um, because the other thing is, according to them on Busted Open, mm -hmm. when the week started, um, apparently they were on the sheet for SmackDown for Survivor Series for Raw. Mm. So that means that, you know, they were supposed to show up. They were going to be apparently, you know, used on the shows in some ways. Um, and that's coming from them. Yeah. And then it changed during the day to where now they weren't being used on SmackDown. And then, you know, yeah, Saturday they were released. Um, also, by the way, what's amazing about this is nobody is really going well how could they let you know Riker go <laughs> dog i've been looking for him to go ever since he uh he he was I, in support of like hogan but even before that i guess i mean yeah i I'm, <laughs> I, I didn't even i didn't even realize he was still in the company. that that too <laughs> that too but you know it, it it there's only been there's only been a handful of people where you've really gone and it's only been this year if you really think about it mm -hmm. because braun and i think braun was this year he might have been at the end of last year but i thought he was this year mm -hmm. but braun and bray addison reed uh carrying cross keith lee and now hit row 
Oh, and by the way, where were the people going? They let go of B-Fab? Well, that's ridiculous. You know, it was kind of like... Actually, oh. there was some questioning, because I was even questioning why B-Fab wow. was... Out of that whole group, not last week, but the week before that, out of that whole group, B-Fab, I, yeah, I was even more questioning that because Hit Row was being pushed as a as a full group. And to take but, anybody from that was like, well, it didn't make that, sense and, to me. And apparently that was the same thing to them. It didn't make sense to them. It didn't. You know, it doesn't. It <laughs> but, but at the same time, what I'm saying is that her name was not coming up like Keith Lee was. You know what I'm saying? The apples to oranges things. Right? So, and on top of that, even though B-Fab was part of the group, did you watch her wrestle? <laughs> she's she's not that, she's green. No, I get so, I get that. But still, if, if, if that was the case, then, you know, you should have made the move. Before, like, if you was going to call them up, Maybe she wouldn't have been called up with them, you know. But but maybe see this. Remember when, when what's his name uh, Cross yeah. uh, was called Scarlet wasn't wasn't with wasn't with over yeah, to the main but, roster. I'm just saying it could have been that way. But DJ Scarlet hadn't been on NXT TV for almost three months. True. But I'm just at the same. I know, but B-Fab, I'm just saying. The reason you're saying that is because B Fab was on TV with them and got called up with them. the The truth of the matter is, is again, we're never going to know the honest answer of right. Did they bring them up? Um, a knowing, you know, I I still think the 90 day thing is kind of ridiculous, but not knowing so. If if they had polarizing backstage issues in NXT, you get brought up, and now here's a great example, right? If they go and they're on the main roster, and now they're saying things backstage or complaining, right? Karrion Cross, who went. <laughs> And put on a fucking stupid ass motherfucking helmet. Right. And Keith Lee, who went out of his way now just last week to burn his his tights. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it, you know, it was it was shit again. You know, when he was brought up and they put him in this and that. You know, these guys went and they went along with it and they did it and they didn't complain and they still got released. So. Until whatever comes about that actually comes about on this, we'll never know. Right. And be- and because of that, and because we will never know, you're going to have people that's going to continue to speculate. And you're going to have people to be caught up in their feelings. And so what? I mean, we're going to be in that. But I tell you one thing, it makes you just, it just makes you as you look, as you continue to enjoy the product, and especially more of NXT, more than the main roster for myself, that as you begin to become familiar with the talent and the roster and beginning to like what you see, you're going, uh, you know, maybe I shouldn't put too much in this. Maybe I should just miss a week because now so, if I really start to get into what I'm seeing, if I'm in a toxic attraction, there's a good chance next week they're gone. And that to me is not a good feeling. And I don't know why they, as a business, I don't know why they don't see that. I don't know why they don't see that as possibly being a problem well let's face it as a business until recently um you know everyone was was pissed that oh they're signing everyone well that's gonna take away you know, they're signing every well that's what they did as a business and guess what now that you got everyone what the fuck do you do with them all all right so that's a b there's so many free agents now what the fuck do you do with them all New company, very potential, right? Um, Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, kind of joking, but maybe serious on seeing if they could start a company, okay? But the truth is what you just said, 
well, why should I invest in it? It's not because you're investing in the WWE. You're investing in that person. And you just made a very good uh, example of this on Wrestling Talk. And that is Bronson Reed. Jonah. Mm-hmm. Right? You said it, man. I'm so glad that he landed in Impact. Why? Well, because you watch Impact Wrestling, A, right? Right. So better for you than having to watch AEW. Uh, right. Better for him because he doesn't have to deal with trying to fit into AEW's roster. Right. But that's the thing. Her options for watching them, you know, these performers with the internet, with streaming services, with the fact that independent wrestling is so much easier to access now. The truth of the matter is, and I think that the wrestling fan is now starting to do this more and that is you follow the wrestlers you want to follow. 20 years ago, you couldn't do that because it was almost impossible. Now, someone gets released, you can follow, if they're wrestling in Pittsburgh in some you know gym and it's available to stream online, you can watch that. You know, so it's a different mindset. Um, I think you just said it. And that is, well, why should I invest in watching the product weekly? The truth of the matter is, is that, as you can see by the numbers, both the WWE and even AEW, people aren't investing weekly into the products anymore. Right. And I think that's probably one of the reasons is because, you know, A, you get all this hype bullshit where it's like, well, why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? Well, truth of the matter is, it's their fucking business. They could, I mean, they could literally go around and basically tell everyone, hey, when you go out there to wrestle, you can't use your arms. Fuck, would you do that? Because it's our company, we can tell you what we want you to do. And with some of the gimmicks guys get, you're basically doing that, <laughs> right? Right. So it's it's an interesting thing because, in all honesty, everyone gets so pissed and worked up about this. And you know what? Hit Row, they should have kept them because that was their new day. But you know what WWE tends to do? We got the new day. Fuck these guys. Let go. They don't think about the future. But now, apparently in NXT, they are thinking about the future. Would They were supposed to have been thinking about the future in NXT because that's what it was supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is, there is such a log because the guys at the top never leave. And you'll never see the development truly happen for guys until those guys who everyone always complains about, you know, remember the whole thing with Cena complaining about The Rock. Well, you're only a part-timer and coming back. Well, Cena, you know, is only a part-timer and coming back. And Roman will eventually only be a part-timer and coming back. Everyone complains about Goldberg. People complain about the Undertaker. Ah, uh, you know, he's he's over. You know, why didn't he just retire? That's the problem. The problem is until that system gets better to flush out that stuff, like they can expend those people. And it's frustrating because, like you said, then how am I supposed to get invested? Why am I going to continue to keep watching the product? And the honest answer is, why aren't you not watching the product? And that's the dilemma. Because even the AEW fans, for as much as they hate the WWE, they're still watching. So, you know, it's it's 
it sucks that people are getting released left and right and be nice to know why but they're not going to tell us yeah um and yeah and and because of that you know you 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 take a risk you know you take a risk of just of people just being like the hell with it you know and just you know whatever the case may be and um and, and by the way and the one thing that we didn't say and you just said it in those words you know you take a risk and and say well you know whatever's going to happen but they're making the most profits made in the history of their company which that in itself is mind-boggling because we get sitting here going well they're sending budget cuts but you're making so much money then why the fuck are you making budget cuts because you can afford it right so even that technically doesn't make any sense yeah i don't know yeah which kind of goes back to maybe the theory that was said at the very beginning you know Vince like well, fuck it just <laughs> slowly implode it <laughs> you know let's irritate people by doing two fucking mania nights now let's just make this shit overwhelming and just you know <laughs> you know uh it maybe it maybe Vince doesn't even realize what he's doing sometimes say that one more time cuz you kind of broke broke up Maybe he doesn't even realize what he's doing now sometimes. Oh, that could be. And you know that there's so many people around him, Bruce Pritchard, Kevin Dunn, and this is another... I'm, everyone says Vince, Vince, Vince. Michael Hayes, Bruce Pritchard, Kevin Dunn, why are they still around? Because they're yes-men. And now Nick Connor proving that he's also a yes man but he's proving it in a different sense and that is he's coming from non-wrestling and he's just doing what what business guys in the uh the sport areas do and they they don't fucking care about any of these you know that, you know you look at the way sports are run it's you know the Go where the money is, and that's where you go. And no one's loyal to anyone. So it's. I just wish that Vince at this point would. I know that this would never happen because you know when you're a person that have that much power, that much control, that's not something you you willing to 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 give up so easy. But I mean, at his age at this point, man, I I would trust my kids or a kid or somebody who I believe now that have seen how I've worked the business, who have worked under me, who've worked for me and just transfer a lot of that power. And I know doesn't mean I still can't do things in the side, but I don't want to be so involved. Why does Vince wants to be that involved at his age? I I'm watching him on at this, uh, at this uh, pay-per-view they just had. And I'm going, God, Vince looked like he shouldn't be there. I mean, honestly, I mean, it's cool to see him. It's cool to go, wow, that's Vince McMahon. But when you look at him, you're going, dude, you just look like you should not be doing this. You know, you want to make cameo appearances and, you know, walk around with an egg and that's it. All right. I guess laughter. But the reality of it is you shouldn't have a headset on in the back of Gorilla calling anything or making any major decisions at this point. Give that to people to people who you trust, if that's Stephanie, if that's whomever, and then you kind of watch what they do. You kind of, you know, guide them into what you, but don't be so hands-on at that particular, that, this is my opinion, bro. I know what I'm saying is bullshit, oh, but I'm just saying, I just don't see why you want at 81, 82, still want to have all that fucking control, you know? He's only, he's only 75. Oh, well, okay. Because he looked 81. <laughs> whatever 81 looked like uh yeah no, so and, yeah and, and, and we the, the honest answer is we also don't know if he ever has had that discussion with them maybe they've been the ones to kind of be like 
no, dad, you keep doing what you're doing until you can't do it anymore. You don't want to do it anymore. So that might be it. Okay. But very interesting. And it's really funny that you notice one of the things that they never really were doing before, but has now happened with the zombies and tonight with the golden egg and with the fucking pizza sponsored battle royal they're they are taking the the um the corporate money and integrating it into the show so if you really want to come down to it no one gives a fuck there about the wrestlers it's about making money yeah, and I even tell you, even as a fan perspective, as I was here, uh, you know, watching it with Wifey, I was going, you know, I told her, <laughs> I was just saying, I was like, you know, there was a time I watched pay-per-views, and they didn't have fucking commercials. And she just kind of looked at me. Because it's yeah. just so fucking annoying that I'm watching a pay-per-view and going through five or six minutes of, of commercial, and then it just comes back and we're in the middle of something. Like, why? And I know that was the whole purpose of selling it to Peacock, but you're going... Fuck, dude! Like you've—it's well, just so dis—it's just destroying what you just, what you become to love so much. If, if go ahead. And and what's really interesting about that is, see, I didn't think about that because mm-hmm. I don't get that because I pay only five bucks a month because I already have uh whatever it is the cable subscription or whatever it oh, is okay. that right. So I don't technically pay the um the minimum fee and get the commercials gotcha so that was the first time that i heard them um actually say for those of you watching on x tier you know we'll be back right after these commercials but for those of you watching on the premium or plus or whatever the fuck it's called um we're going to show the history of um, Big E and Roman. And that's what they did. So I didn't see the commercials that you saw. Yeah. That's even more interesting. And remember about two years ago, they were floating the questionnaires for the network itself about what would you do if we did tears and so instead of them having to end up doing it, they sell the thing to Peacock, and now Peacock's able to do it. <laughs> so the honest answer to all of this is you can't be married to it anymore. Yeah. You know, you know and by the, the way, sh- and, and by the way, I, I can hear Sin City Steve and, and all AEW fans saying, see, this is the reason why we left this shit and went over and did our own thing. But the thing is, is that your shit is no no different. I mean, you're newer, but you're not putting in anything that's that's just as much more entertaining. If you, it's not even a storyline, uh, or at least even a good one, that I can even apply for what I'm seeing on TV. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's crazy no matter which way you go. I just... You know, I just really wish that, uh, you know, what's been happening just hasn't been. And I know things can't never stay the same, although we wish that they would, because we enjoyed so much of what we grew up watching, you know. And and, and some of these are just uh, changes are just very hard sometimes to take in. Some people tell you cha- change is very, very difficult uh, for, for, you know, and most of us, we have to deal with it when we when we have to. But. Um, you know, just in terms, because I know we're about to uh, sum up and end it. I, I'm just, I'm just telling you, I was just been very disheartened by all of the people. And yes, I know there are some that should have been, some that wasn't doing anything. And and for those, I, I actually do understand. But some of the names, some of the bigger names, I do sometimes wish that there was more of uh, of an explanation. And I know a company you don't have to look. When I got, I got when one of my jobs, I do. Uh, I got hired by a manager, and after one week on being on the job, a text came out and said, that manager is no longer with us. Boop. Everything disconnected, blah, blah, blah. You know, the numbers 
jihad gone. And I was totally confused. She hired me. She was beginning to train me. And after one week and being this, she's gone. And there's no explanation. And I ain't going to lie. I did talk. I did have a time that I got the chance to ask my, my, she was, she's the regional boss. I asked her, I said, look, you're probably not going to tell me. I understand there's business, you know, things you got to quit. But I'm just, it's just, I just got to ask. How does someone who hired me is gone in one week and I, and, it, and there's no explanation. What can you tell me? And she didn't tell me a whole lot, but she just says, you know, sometimes it just doesn't work out. And that's how she left it. Um, but, you know, but, you know, you, you sometimes need that closure. And sometimes if WWE was to provide that, there, there probably could be some sense of closure. But when you make those moves, and again, they don't owe us anything, but when they give us, it really comp, um, um, it, it really makes things difficult when you are uh, invested into these characters, into the product, into the storyline. And, you know, Hit Row was one of those, you know, one of those that, we, you know, we saw as they were building up in NXT what it was becoming just from the promos. And then when they finally hit, it was like, wow, I didn't know it was going to become like this. And then to see how fast that they were moving, uh, you know, you were getting excited for that. And so, um, you know, and that's just hit row. I mean, again, we talked about all these other names. We don't know why Cross isn't there or, or even more importantly, Keith Lee. I mean, Keith Lee was huge in NXT. He came over, they killed his theme and, you know, so many things, they made changes and it's like, okay, we just accept it. We go, well, okay, this is, we have no other choice, but you know, and then you have this, not only now you have this sense of, well, I'm investing in what they did. Now you start to feel a sense of, well, I hope these guys are okay because they don't have a job anymore. You know, you weren't about somebody else not having the job. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying, uh, it's just, uh, listen, in guys, most. I it, listen, listen any, anyone in, in my life, I, I haven't had jobs that make more than 30000 a year. One more uh, One more time. In my life, I haven't had jobs that make thirty thousand oh. a year, or you uh-huh. know, or more than that. I, I, so, to me, if you're making the if you're making the money you're making, you you better have your your hit together. I agree because you don't know when they're going to lose. But uh, along with what you're saying, mm-hmm. and and you you just really quick made sure. something. So I I texted my one buddy that uh, you know that hit row was gone. And he his his honest answer was, "Ha, huh, it's too bad the gimmick wasn't over at all." And rap gimmick just reminds me too much of Men or Public Enemy. They come out rap dance, nothing exciting. Ryan Kelly is the only one to do it well. And I said, uh, "The gimmick over. That's why fans are pissed." I said, "Ah, I didn't know. This is a guy who watches wrestling religiously. He had no idea they were over." So that all goes to show you too that it's it's interesting how perception is for you different than it would me than different would be another person. So that goes to show. Well, I mean, how do we supposed to? And and that goes to your point when you invest in someone, then you follow them for the rest of their career. And that's all you can do. But if you're not invested in someone, and that's that and that's the thing show. about it, you're hoping that that you can continue to follow them in their career because you know, and if there's sometimes that some of these guys they they, they just <laughs> you don't see them anymore, you know, or it's or it's just so indie that they're not doing anything that you can order on pay-per-view or whatever the case. what's the chances we you may see b fab again but you may not you know i mean and, and again but that's, but that's awesome see and and the problem is is that you're also relying on something that was very you might not have seen b fab within the next year because b fab doesn't want it anymore she was too fresh. All these guys, all these younger guys getting released or newer in the business guys getting released. If they want to continue to do it, they're going to get opportunity. 
So you'll be able to find them. That's what I'm saying with that aspect of it. Because it's really hard. Honestly, it is really hard to think of someone off the top of my head that you went, oh, wow, they went away and I've never, you know, what happened to them? I really like them. Because everyone's getting hired. Well, guys, we're going to see what happens. You see a lot of comments uh, saying, hey, the 90-day is on. I think I just read one from uh, Mia Yim that was like, hey, 90-day, it's on, you know, and I'll see you soon. So, uh, you know, she was another one that I I got to um, enjoy. We hadn't seen her in a long time, but that doesn't mean that when she was on TV that you didn't enjoy what she was putting in and the character and all we got a lot to see man what, what happens except, except for uh that uh retribution oh that's right <laughs> that's right it was retribution jesus um so yeah we're gonna see and uh like we say we don't have any answer this was all just kind of a discussion and i'm sure you have your your thoughts in this so we ask you to leave them on our social media feel free um as we create posts uh, about this uh, topic, you will see the promotions go out saying, hey, don't forget to listen to this podcast. After you listen to it or, you know, after, after you listen to this and we start posting it, throw your comments in there and Matt Michaels or myself will reply back and we could just have this discussion going forward. Uh, it's very interesting now in, in, in wrestling. It's a, it's a good time to be a fan, but it's also strange times, <laughs> you know, because, you know, right now everyone's trying to f- Figure this thing out, you know. I mean, there's a lot of. I think you had mentioned um, about the idea of there being a lot of free agents. There's a lot of that right now. So, what do you do? Where do you go? Where do you want to put your time? Where do you want to put your work, your effort? I mean, I, I, I look at these guys at Impact when I was with Wifey, and I'm like, I just don't know how they do what they do. I have so much respect for those in the wrestling industry because I know I wouldn't even come close to doing half of those things <laughs> that they do you know and i appreciate what they do in the entertaining of us i think uh eddie edwards said it perfectly after the show we do this for you and i think if fans truly understand that i think that's how you you, you really get caught up into uh this business that we love and professional wrestling you know so uh with that yep yeah, yeah. and and, and, mm-hmm. and on the same in the same voice i'm going yeah. to say exactly what eddie said uh to us after the show hey eddie that one kid was yelling hey moose don't lose to a fucking leprechaun <laughs> and eddie said yeah i'm gonna turn around and fucking flip the kid off <laughs> it's like yeah because i mean that's it and and that goes to show just again not everyone's gonna like you if you're supposed to be liked and not everyone's gonna hate you if you're supposed to be hated and not everyone's going to like you uh, backstage. And everyone, not everyone's going to like you in the fucking uh, on Fox TV or on USA Network. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So there is so much going on in terms of everything now being controlled by so many different people that all you can do is just go out there and do what you're told to do and try to do it your best. And then if you get let go, then you just move on and you hopefully do it better somewhere else so yeah hopefully hopefully the the intro for hit roll wwe don't own that so we wherever they go to we can hear it again hit roll hit roll you know we can just come all out together again <laughs> that would be nice but i'm sure wwe was very smart and patent everything including the the, oh. the colors <laughs> but uh um, don't but don't forget too you just said something interesting too if they all come out together, which would be ideal. But what if certain companies who are offering the jobs, what if they only want one person? And that could be. And that could be. And, that, the and the more unlikely, that probably would be, to be honest with you. But, yeah. 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 You know, what can you do? You got any final thoughts, man, you want to tell the good folks out there? Um. Yeah. Uh, good night. I know, right? <laughs> Hey man, we really do appreciate all you guys. Thank you for uh, for definitely listening to us. And uh, believe it or not, you know we're not wrestling, but we do this because we like to entertain uh, you guys as well. So just to have open conversation, that's why we do it. And um, we thank you. We want to again wish you a happy Thanksgiving. We will um, see you after uh, 
the holiday as we move towards to um, Christmas and all. So we should have Sin City Steve back, and um, who knows? Maybe we'll oh, find Simon you Street. Didn't, you didn't read the dirt sheet? Uh-oh. What did the dirt sheet say? Oh, budget cuts, man. <laughs> budget cuts. <laughs> Oh man! Okay, well we get we. I think we got a couple of members that maybe been endeavored, featured endeavored. Oh boy! Oh well. Hey guys, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Take care. Peace. Biggest bad boys of podcasting. <laughs>